0: Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kame, former professional soccer player turned health crusader, New York Times bestselling author, and business strategist and coach for visionary health entrepreneurs. Each week, I'm bringing you inspiring conversations with remarkable health and fitness entrepreneurs who've gone from struggle to success and are now doing big things in this world with the hope that our conversation will help you stay on track and build your business so that your genius can impact more lives, no matter what life throws your way. Thanks for joining me today, and before we get started, remember that you can grab a free copy of my new book, Health Profit Secrets, to discover the four secrets to helping you turn your expertise for health or fitness into a successful business online that makes you more money, frees up your time, and impacts thousands, even millions of people all around the world. Simply go to healthpreneurbook.com to get your free copy today. And with that said, let's get to today's show. Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast, guys. Yuri came here today as a solo round, a solo sermon, as I sometimes refer to them as. Because here, I'm going to be digging into some goods. Today, we're talking about nine things nobody tells you about being an entrepreneur. And I'm actually gonna be showing you or the uh, the audio you're about to listen to has actually been extracted from one of my YouTube videos where I talked about this. So I just wanted to come in and formally introduce you to this topic and let you know that this is gonna be an extraction from a previous video that I had recorded. Nonetheless, these are nine really, really big points. So if you wanna write them down or if you relate to them, I'm sure you will. Uh, you'll definitely appreciate this. So without any further ado, let's jump into these bad boys. And if you want the transcript for this episode, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash podcast, and I'll see you on the flip side.
1: Today, I'm gonna share with you nine things nobody tells you about being an entrepreneur until now. Hey guys, Uriel came here from the Healthpreneur, helping you turn your health and fitness expertise into a thriving online business to create more impact, more income, and more freedom. And here, I wanna share with you a couple things, nine things specifically, that most people never tell you about being an entrepreneur. So I wanna really kind of pull back the curtains and give you the no BS truth about what I've learned for the past 11 years online running my own multiple seven-figure online business, but also be, you know, being an entrepreneur at the core of my being, in my DNA. If you were to you know, do a chromosome test and DNA genetic code for me, you would find entrepreneur somewhere in that mixture. So anyways, number one, okay, the first thing no one tells you is that, well, maybe you've heard this before, but I'm going to remind you is that there are no overnight successes. All of the overnight successes that I know of took about five to ten years in the making and the thing is you know we live in a world that rewards the event the outcome and we forget about the process we forget about the fact that a lot of these Hollywood actors were broke waiters you know working three different jobs while taking acting school and they couldn't get a part for ten years and then finally boom they landed a part and it changed their life. And now we see them as, you know, rolling out onto the red carpet and looking all glamorous and we forget about the journey. And it's even more perva- pervasive in the entrepreneurial space. We see Richard Branson and Elon Musk and all these amazing entrepreneurs doing great things in the world. And unless you've read their autobiographies or books about them, we forget about the journey. And that leaves us with a very skewed idea of what success should look like or, what require, or what's required to achieve that success. So don't get hung up on the Instagram images or the bells and whistles, the bling bling, because honestly, none of that stuff matters and it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, diligence, and persistence. Got it? All right, so the second thing is that being an entrepreneur sucks sometimes. There are days where... Honestly, you just wanna lay in bed. When I say you, I really mean me. I mean, not every day, obviously. That would be called depression, which is obviously the topic for another day. But there are days when you just don't wanna get out of bed. Where stuff is just not going your way and it's like almost always cloudy and rainy on you for whatever reason. And well, you know what? As an entrepreneur, there are days when you can stay in bed. And as an entrepreneur as well, if you've got a team of people that rely on you, there are days that you can't stay in bed. So understand that not, it's not all peaches and roses. And that's why a lot of people are not willing to go down the path of entrepreneurship because they don't have what it takes to go through those dark times so that they can see the sun or the rainbow outside of that darkness. But I can tell you that you know, even though there are days when you just want to stay in bed and curl up under your blankets and hide from the world... It is well worth it. I would never trade any of those days which are few and far between with any of the stuff that I've been able to do in my business and the people that I've been able to serve. So it's truly truly uh, an amazing privilege to be an entrepreneur. So the third thing no one tells you is that your happiness as an entrepreneur or your sense of fulfillment really or let's let's talk about happiness because I think it's a little bit more tangible is I believe directly proportional to your ability to be comfortable with uncertainty. Now, I often, you know, talk about this with my wife. I'm like, I would go crazy if I knew that I had a fixed income for the next X number of months or years working in a job. If I knew exactly every month I was only making $5,000, I would like slit my wrists. It would be insane. I would much rather have the uncertainties, the up and downs of business, of revenue higher some months than others, and not knowing if I'm gonna make as much as I did last month, or or none at all, than having that predictable certain income that where there's no end in sight, where there's just like, okay, well if I wanna save for this house and go on this vacation, well I'm gonna have to save for this number of months, and then based on what I'm earning, this blah blah blah. As an entrepreneur, you wanna take a trip somewhere, guess what? You create value. You create a surge of income through some type of promotion or some type of new awesome thing that you put into the world. And you basically afford yourself that travel experience, that house, that car, whatever it is that you want. And That's an awesome, awesome thing because entrepreneurs are creators. You are a creator. And as a result of creating, well guess what? You're obviously creating stuff that's of value, hopefully, right, in this world. And simply as an exchange of value, people give you money. And that's a beautiful thing, especially when you can see the future of a rising trend. You're like, listen, you know, last year I made this amount of money as a business or personally. And this year I think I have a really good sense that I can make more. And that's great because you are in control. You are in the driver's seat. You determine how much you make. You determine what you do. You're not building somebody else's dream, you're building your dream. And that is an amazing position to be in. Okay, now the other thing that I really believe is that, so this is number four now, is that entrepreneurship is not something that's teachable. Again, this is debatable and maybe you have a different opinion, but I don't believe that people can go from being a nine to fiver and just being like, you know, I'm happy being an employee to being a full-blown entrepreneur. I really believe that as an entrepreneur it's built into your hardwiring it's in your DNA and over time you kind of start to unlock it maybe from an early age you were stubborn and didn't want to listen but you were super creative and you had a tef- attention deficit disorder you couldn't sit still in class instead of being medicated let's celebrate that because that is an amazing trait an amazing ability to be able to be creative and think outside the box and not want to sit in a class for six hours a day and follow this, you know, rote way of, of learning. So I believe that, again, if I look at my kids, I can sense at a very young age, yeah, you know, there's it's there, right? I'm not going to force it on them, but it's there. I'm going to work with them, hopefully bring it out, and ultimately for them, whatever they want to do is, is all that matters. But what I'm saying is, If you have that entrepreneurial DNA, it's something that can be harnessed over time. If you're somebody who never wants to take risk and do your own thing, that's not going to change. I really don't believe it is. So anyways, that's my opinion. All right. So new middle seed code number five, the ultimate form of security is being your own boss. Now, this is hilarious. I think we live in a really twisted world sometimes because let's say you go to the bank to get a loan or a mortgage on a new property you want to buy. Well, what the bank is going to look for is, first and foremost, they're going to be like, well, what is your employment? Do you work for a steady job? Do you have a steady job working for a good company? Put in your time, check in, check out, awesome. That, they actually favor from a risk perspective because they think that that is more stable than you owning your company. I've bought three properties in my life over the past 10 years, and as a self-employed entrepreneur, I can tell you, you have to jump through some serious hoops to purchase a property, especially in Canada. So I'm happy that that's there because we have a very good housing market in Canada. But at the same time, it's ridiculous. Because let's say that you work for a company who has you know, hundreds of thousands of employees. And guess what? I'm going to give you a little sneak peek behind closed doors. As the CEO of my own company, I have a team of 12 people at any moment after shooting this video, I could fire any one of them if I wanted to. Now, I'm not going to do that because they're amazing, but I could. Now, I don't know about you, but does that sound like a very secure position as the employee to be in? No. And I mean, how many examples do we need to see of big company is laying off thousands of people, just like shaving them off, like dead skin, no thought, done. So what do you do? You have a little severance package, you know, a couple months, maybe a year. And that's it. So you go to the bank and they expect that to be like the ultimate secure job. Well, it's a fallacy. The ultimate security is you. You are your best source of security. Obviously, there are times of uncertainty. But again, you control your life. You're not in somebody else's hands. You're not like this puppet and you have a puppet here above you calling all the shots. Okay? So never forget that. Okay, number six is uh, there's not a lot of success at first. You know, if you, I mean, I use my example, which is not the typical example, but for the first three years of my business online, I struggled. I had like zero success. Now, I'm hoping you're a little bit smarter than I am. So you've kind of seen some progress earlier on. But the thing is, don't expect overnight miracles, right? Like don't expect you, like don't expect your business. To, like it was set up yesterday. You have no website. You have no products. You have no content. All of a sudden, you think you're going to be making money? Not going to happen. Right? And that's why I do what I do because if I can show you kind of the path of least resistance to better results in a quicker amount of time, then that's why I'm doing this stuff. right? And that's why I have Healthpreneur and I'm helping you know, all sorts of amazing health and fitness professionals take their online business or take their ideas and turn it into an amazing business that helps so many more people. Because, again, it's not about I have an idea, product. I'm going to make tons of money. It doesn't happen like that. There's a process involved. You have to be realistic with that. It's very much similar to you training a client, if you're a personal trainer, for instance, and they've never worked out before in their life. Well, guess what? Are they going to have some soreness initially? Absolutely. If you don't let them know about that ahead of time, well, I think you're, you're, you're kind of giving them a bit of a disservice. But if you say, listen, Jane, you haven't worked out before, you're a little bit overweight, we're going to do some basic stuff today, and I want to let you know you're going to probably feel a little bit of soreness for the first few workouts. Cool? That's just part of the process. But if you tell them, listen, you're not going to feel any soreness, you're going to feel awesome right from day one, well, you're kind of lying to them, and that's not cool. So that's why I think a lot of, you know, it's, it's really about having these expectations and realistic expectations about what to expect in your business, okay? It's not all peaches and roses, as I've said before. Okay, so number seven, the seventh thing that nobody tells you about being an entrepreneur is that the best school is the school of hard knocks. Now, I had a friend of mine who's a close friend. I've known him for, you know, 20 some odd years. He was at the end of finishing his schooling. He did his CA, did all that stuff. And then he had this sum of money. And he was like, you know, what should I do? Should I start a business or do my MBA? And well, based on his upbringing and the culture he's from, obviously schooling was very important. So he invested all that money, which was about $100,000, into doing his MBA. Now, I have a conversation with him. Is he happy doing what he's doing? Not really. You know, he's doing data entry, you know, for the lack of a better term. He's doing some other stuff. But, you know, nowadays... MBAs, PhDs, it's overrated guys, it's overrated. The best opportunity you have to learn is by actually setting up your business and learning on the fly. Make the mistakes, blow some money on something that you thought was gonna work. That's how you're gonna learn. You're not gonna learn from a textbook or some theory in class about business 101 or entrepreneurship, here's how to set up your own shop. It's all nonsense. My wife started the jewelry business for, on Etsy and she's done amazingly well and it's been an amazing learning curve for her because she's learned everything she's had to do from packaging and shipping to making the bracelets to advertising all this stuff she's learned in a year because she's had to she's been forced to she's been thrown out into the ocean and the ocean says well listen uh you can sink or you can swim and that's just the way it goes in the world. That's just the way it goes as an entrepreneur. And it's, again, it's a great position to be in. And that leads me into number eight, which is the flip side of that, which is as an entrepreneur, it can be very lonely sometimes. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, and you're kind of doing what I was doing for the first few years of my business, where I was just kind of sitting behind my computer trying to figure things out, well, it's a very lonely space. And that's why I committed to going to live events, to joining a mastermind group, to actually connecting with people, because it's amazing when you, can get, when you can connect with other people over an uncommon commonality. So you and I have an uncommon commonality, which is we are uncommon entrepreneurs in the health, fitness, and wellness space. Not everyone is like that, right? There are entrepreneurs in all sorts of different fields, but we are are specializing in the health and wellness space. So that's an uncommon commonality. So when you can connect with people like you, you feel like you're part of a tribe, there's a bigger meaning. Now you can connect with others who get you because I'm sure you had this at some point, especially if you have an online business where even your family is like, um, what is it exactly that you do And I don't know about you, but that's like the worst possible question to answer. How do you even answer that to somebody who doesn't even speak the same language as you? It's like you're speaking Japanese and they're speaking Arabic. I don't even know how to explain what I do to the average person, even to my family members. In fact, they thought that they kind of understood what I did after they saw me on Dr. Oz. They're like, oh my God, did you see Yuri? He's so successful. He's on Dr. Oz. None of that stuff matters, right? But to the average person who doesn't understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a lot of that superficial stuff is, you know, like the bells and whistles and the bling bling that really, you know, thinks that you're you're doing well. So what I'm saying is that when you can surround yourself with other people in your space who are also entrepreneurs, who are also helping others, who get what this whole online game is all about, who understand what an opt-in page is, what an email list is. You know, I was audited by the, uh, CRA, Canadian Revenue Agency, a couple years ago because they didn't understand how our business operated. It took me weeks to explain and show all the statements. I'm like, this is how this works. Do you know this thing called Amazon? You know, you ever buy a book on Amazon? Well, it's kind of like that, but it's not the same. So, again, the world is slowly catching up to what we do, but they're still far behind. So, you want to be surrounding yourself with people who get it and who can support you at a personal level, because again it can be lonely, but also on a professional level where they can help you in your business and so forth. So being lonely sucks, it's one of the leading causes of unhappiness and early death among seniors who lose their spouses, for instance, and you want to really be surrounded with others who can, uh, who can support you in your journey, and you can support them as well. Okay, so the ninth and final thing that most people don't tell you about being an entrepreneur is that entrepreneurs and small business drive the economy. That's it, okay? It's the base of the economic system. It's not coming from the big Fortune 500 companies because think about this, all those big Fortune 500 companies were initially a small business. They were initially started by somebody who had a vision or a small team of people who wanted to accomplish a similar goal. Over time, decades, hundreds of years, they built up into these prominent companies. And that's awesome, good for them, right? But understand this, everything starts with one individual who has an idea And that's amazing because think about this the camera that I'm shooting on, this room that I'm in, the computer that you're watching this from, or the iPhone that you're on, the smartphone that you're on, what was that? That was an idea, an intangible, untouchable thing that somebody had in their head and said, you know what, let's make this happen. And guess what, guys? Entrepreneurs are the only people who do that stuff. The employees, the workers, the people actually doing it are valuable, extremely valuable. But nothing happens without that initial idea or vision that comes solely from the risk taker, from the visionary, and from the person who sees a better future for him and for fellow humans. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur. I hope you do as well. So if you've enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up. Share with your friends who are also health and fitness entrepreneurs. And be sure to subscribe to the channel for more awesome videos to help you Take your health or fitness expertise into a thriving online business. And remember to join us over at the website, healthpreneurgroup.com, where I'm sharing awesome resources and tools to help you accomplish these very goals. So do that today. And until the next video, have an awesome one. Go ahead and change some lives. And uh, I'll see you then.
0: So could you relate to any of those? I bet there was a couple in there that were like, yeah, this is definitely me. I can relate to this. If so, that's awesome. And once again, if you've enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the Health Burner podcast on iTunes because we've got three amazing episodes coming your way every single week. Mondays are my solo sessions where I'm with you one-on-one, Wednesdays and Fridays, bringing you some amazing guests to help you stay inspired and motivated to keep on keeping on even when the going gets tough because the world needs to hear your voice, the world needs your message, they need to hear your story because what you're doing makes a difference in people's lives and I really believe that what it is you have to offer is unique. It doesn't matter if other people do something similar, you have a unique perspective, you have a story that other people are gonna connect with and never forget that. Introspect, don't compare, focus on your lane, do you, and keep on going on, all right? So subscribe to the podcast today. Second, if you haven't yet grabbed your copy of Health Profit Secrets, do so now. It's an amazing book that I've written just for you. I've actually covered the cost of the book. I'm just asking that you cover a couple dollars in shipping and I'll ship it right off to your front door in the next couple days inside the book You're going to discover the four underlying secrets that all successful health businesses have in common, and you'll also get a scorecard to score yourself in those four areas, and how you can fill the gap from where you are to where you want to be. So that's over at healthpreneurbook.com. Go grab your copy today. Once again, thank you for joining me. In the next episode, we'll be talking with Peter Baker and how he kind of told Coca-Cola to go take a hike and what he did instead to start his online training company. So for now, go out there, be great, do great, and I'll see you in our next episode.